0: Hey, Holden, hopefully this episode's a little more exciting than a ghost story.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, Jimmy.
0: (laughs) Just stay tuned for the review, Holden. What's the intro?
1: All right. Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to Kinda Whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Youthy. Hey, everybody. I'm here. We are. We're both here. Uh, We've got a great episode for you this week featuring our reviews of A Ghost Story and the first two episodes of The Mandalorian Season 2. Yes, chapters 9 and 10.
0: Got a lot to cover. Continued. Yeah, good thing nothing else significant in the world has happened in the last two weeks. Thank goodness. Other than that. All right, (laughs) Holden, let's get on with the show. (laughs) That one movie podcast. (laughs) Tom.
1: First, Jimmy, we got to do the
0: Tom's. Which Toms, Holden? Answer it, though, after the theme.
1: <laughs> the Toms! The Toms! The Toms! The Toms! The Toms! The toms. The toms. Toms is a rapid fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw is the highest, Bombadil's the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. <coughs> Jimmy, <laughs> let's get to it. <laughs> well, episode 78
0: or something, then the quality has not dipped from day one. That's it for really sure. hasn't. I'm drinking this. Only uh, because the f- Only
1: because the first episode was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm drinking this dr pepper cream soda now um oh by the way so we didn't have an episode last week that's probably obvious to some of you but i have covid 19 uh so yeah i we are we're recording remote this week i'm in my dorm well not dorm room my apartment room and uh just sitting here and jimmy's back at where we usually record and yeah it's kind of how it's how that's going. How are you feeling, Holden? Uh, COVID's not affecting me too much. My entire apartment has it, but the most we've like one of my roommates has lost taste and smell, but that's probably the most extreme thing. The rest of us have just had like sore throats and stuff like that. That's pretty much all I've had is like a sore throat. I wake up every morning, I'm like, "Ow. I need some water." <laughs> That's but good that's to hear,
0: Holden. We're we're that's a two Thomas two thumbs up, Brokaw. That you're that you're hanging in there.
1: Yeah, sure am. And I you're get gonna, out of, you're building that immunity. Yeah, and <laughs> it's funny because so this last week I wasn't able to go to classes, and this next week I won't be able to either. But then I come back, I, I come out of quarantine next Saturday, and then I have one week left. I was going to say, there's
0: only like one week for you after that, since you guys are all going home after Thanksgiving. You bunch of yeah college couch potatoes
1: (laughs) so yeah that'll that'll, that'll be nice old then it'll be weird you never anyway
0: you never leave your apartment anyway am i right
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i just had an excuse to watch a lot of movies and stuff this week that i'll talk about at the end of the podcast so get right and i I have an excuse not to see you (laughs) yep (laughs) perfect
0: Anyway, no. let's actually get on to Tom's. Yeah, now. but we're we're happy that you're doing well, Holden. Because uh, nobody you, would want to listen to just me talk for
1: yeah an hour and a half. I sure I sure wouldn't. I already have a hard time. getting Yeah, I was going to say you don't like, really like
0: to do it for the forty minutes I speak. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Holden.
0: What is the news this week?
1: So uh, to start out, we've got a couple of sad things to uh, to cover. Um, we had a couple of celebrity deaths uh this week or within the last two weeks i don't know when uh exactly they happened one of them was today or it came out and that was alex trebek which was quite a surprise because i mean we knew that alex trebek a host of jeopardy if anyone doesn't know um but we knew he had pancreatic cancer but it was all signs seemed to indicate that he was doing pretty well i think the last update was like this summer and he seemed to he was like oh i'm I'm doing good. I'm gonna go back to Jeopardy. I'm gonna be still I that. Say that I
0: wanna say that there was another update that it took
1: a turn for the worst. Oh, okay, maybe. Like um,
0: a month or two ago.
1: Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, so obviously uh, he ended up it ended up turning for the worst, I guess. And uh, yeah, he died at age eighty. Yes. Very
0: sad. Alex Trebek, I mean, an absolute icon and from just all, all indications that I've seen, you know, it's hard to, hard to judge someone super well without knowing them. But all indications was that he was a very, very kind, friendly individual. Yeah. Who was just very wise and nice. And he just had a really great attitude about everything, especially here towards the end, which I think reflected very well on his character. Mm -hmm. Pancreatic cancer, man, that is rough way to go. I mean, that that's what Steve jobs had as well. Um, I, it was awesome when he was fighting through it, and it was in remission. But um, again, sometimes it just comes back, and like he is just like he, Alex Trebek will not be soon forgotten. The biggest memory I have of him, well, two things. I always associate Jeopardy with my grandma because mm. whenever I would go over and like they would babysit me, my grandparents, my grandma would like always watch Jeopardy. So there, that, and then also I went to Dodgers Stadium. Uh, in Los Angeles with my dad back in 2014 for a Dodgers-Cardinals baseball game. And there were two famous celebrities. I mean, there's always celebrities at Dodgers ga- Dodgers games. And the two celebrities there that night were Christopher Lloyd from Back to the wow. Future, which was awesome. They played back-, back to the Future clips in between every inning. Um, but then also Alex Trebek was there, and it was really cool. I started thinking, wow, I've made it.
1: So Alex Trebek, I'm going to give him a
0: Tom Brokaw. <laughs>
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was always I admired him, how he was always so like supportive on Jeopardy, but he always also had like a sarcastic wit. And I liked (laughs) it, too.
0: (laughs) Sometimes he came off so condescending. Yeah, I know. Um, We were looking
1: for this answer, actually. (laughs) Just in his head. You idiot. Yeah. (laughs) You imbecile. Pretty, pretty great guy, though. I have seen a lot of people sharing stories about, like, what Jeopardy and Alex Trebek have meant to them on, like, social media and stuff. So that's pretty cool. But, yeah, Thomas, two thumbs up Brokaw for him. Uh, and then the other big death uh, within the last couple weeks was uh, Sean Connery. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long ago that was, but he uh, died age 90 uh he had been retired from acting for quite a while now um but he uh, obviously most well known for being james bond the uh indiana jones's father um in in the last crusade uh his, his cause of death is been undisclosed uh but apparently according to his family he had been unwell for some time now um i mean I think he, he, he had he's d- old pretty severe dementia he did, did yes think. yeah I remember seeing that as well. Um but yeah, this is another really sad one. Um obviously another a, a icon of of the films of the second half of the last century. Um James Bond, probably the most iconic James Bond. Yeah, um, he will always be uh Henry Jones for me
0: from Indiana Jones. Yeah. with the <laughs> The Nazis get my diary. The armies of evil will march over the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he did. He is. He spawned such a great voice. That's fun to <laughs> replicate. He is one of my. He, he is one of my better.
0: Voice. He's one of my better impersonations. So. Mm-hmm. So. Um. And I also love seeing him on SNL Jeopardy.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's actually kind of <laughs> funny. Like that, I was about to mention Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> With with Alex Trebek. Well, I was think of that. Now. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a French expression. Um, but ho-
0: I, hopefully his legacy I mean, obviously his legacy will live on through his filmography. Um, but also hopefully SNL Celebrity Jeopardy can brings him back.
1: I yeah, think. I hope so too. That'd be nice. I bet so I I wonder bet,
0: I w- I wonder what they thought.
1: What he thinks about it. I don't, I don't know. know. What do you thought? I don't know. I bet it'll. I bet they'll do a celebrity Jeopardy since both Alex Trebek and Sean Connery have passed oh, away. yeah, that, that would make sense. Interesting tie-in. Yeah, good tribute. But it's like
0: in heaven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be very. I hope they're thinking of that because that that really goes. Well That's a day. good idea. There you go. Um, you should
1: be a writer on SNL, Jimmy.
0: I should. I really should because I am just hilarious, as you can tell. <laughs> um, but uh, Alex Trebek or we're not <laughs> Sean Connery. <laughs> Uh, I don't know much about him as a person, but especially his filmography, I'll give a Tom Brokaw, personally.
1: Same here. Uh, but that's enough of sad stuff. Let's go on to more exciting news, Jimmy. Uh, so the first thing, I don't know if you saw this. I didn't ask for you to watch it, but I was just going to bring it up. Did you see the Halloween Kills teaser thing? I did. Yeah. I already
0: don't remember what was in the trailer.
1: It's not much. It's only like 30 seconds long, but I think like there was some Blumhouse horror fest over the last couple weeks, um, and they showed like a 30-second kind of montage of various clips from Halloween Kills, the upcoming Halloween sequel. Um, and yeah, it looks, looks like more of, of the last one to me. It does, so it just looks like more, which I enjoyed the last one. Yeah, I think it, was, it was a good I popcorn good
0: horror movie. Yeah, so I mean... I, I don't have a, a whole ca- lot to
1: say about it, but
0: what I know it's blasphemous. But I'd watch the 2018 one over the 1978 one any day.
1: Yeah, I'd probably. I don't. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't say any day, but it's. I most days. I'd probably be more. Yeah, nine out of ten dentists
0: will recommend it. Yeah, like, um, I just remember the like the sheriff looks like John McCain. Does
1: he? <laughs> I don't <laughs> I remember so. that
0: let's rewatch I it. need yeah I need to rewatch
1: I don't remember a whole lot from that movie
0: I don't really either other than him just stepping on that guy's face and turning it into like a pumpkin <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean there was that really good scene where he's like walking through the houses that was a good part. oh yeah but that's uh, like the only he part I really not kill remember. the baby yeah he doesn't kill the baby uh, controversial move yeah um
0: the real yeah. Michael My, So that's why he's still alive. Because that wasn't the real Michael Myers. Because the real Michael
1: Myers. He would have he killed, the killed the baby. baby. So he's coming back to kill the baby in this yeah. one. <laughs> Halloween kills. Unfinished business. Halloween kills the, the baby. baby. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, I'll give it a broke I mean, I guess. I'm Same. excited for it. I wish it yeah. wasn't a whole year away. Was it supposed yeah. to
1: come out this year? Yeah, it was. We were supposed to have mm-hmm. it already. Wow.
0: What's up with those horror movies I'm looking forward to being delayed entire years? and
1: dune oh i was gonna say i was like what's the other one be meant jigsaw <laughs> jigsaw you mean spiral i oh, was spiral yeah spiral my bad same thing um yeah broke off for me as well and then we have a couple of delays uh this week we got uh two of the three pretty much big tentpole movies for the rest of the year um, have been delayed. Free Guy and Death on the Nile, which are both owned uh, by Disney, they both have been removed from the schedule. They haven't even like been given dates to be moved to, um, and that really leaves Wonder Woman 1984 as really as like the only major film remaining on the calendar this year. Um, so I mean, I don't know. I could see Disney dropping like Free Guy on Disney Plus. I mean, I think it'd be a cool movie to see in theaters, but I, it's it's. I mean, Death on the Nile is like a sequel, so that would make more sense to go to theaters and whatnot. I don't know that's kind of what I was thinking since they're not on the calendar at all, but also it could just be Disney being like we don't know when anything's gonna be open there's so and like we don't know when people are gonna want to go back to the movie theaters. I don't know what do you think, Jimmy? let's um, see
0: free Guy Death on the Nile I mean I was I guess I was probably more excited for free Guy um Same. but I like I could live without these two movies in my life, so I'm not too disappointed. <laughs> I'm kinda keep forgetting about them. I mean Death of the Nile aesthetically looks cool, but I never saw murder on the Orient Express and apparently
1: it was alright. So Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean so I'm just it, excited. I'll, I'm a burger on here. I'm a burger. Okay uh yeah i'll give it a bergeron too because i'm not i really don't care about death on the nile at all and free guy i'm i mean i'm literally only excited since i saw one shot being filmed in boston <laughs> that's the only reason i want to see it
0: you're I practically in the movie
1: a whole i bit. practically am maybe maybe you'll see me waving at the camera in the background and I def- by
0: practically I-, I mean like as a practical effect you're standing yeah. in the background <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, they didn't. Okay. They didn't um, CGI you in there. You're there. They really. I was there. I was in Boston <laughs> when it happened. Yeah. Um, but anyway, next bit of news: uh Fantastic Beasts three. We both love Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald, so this is very exciting. Fantastic uh, but anyway. Beasts. There's a, what something about the atomic bomb at the end. He's oh, yeah, that's about. right. <laughs> Fantastic Beast 3, though, it has been delayed to summer of 2022. I didn't mention it in the delays part, though, because this is due to a whole other piece of news. Um, Johnny Depp has been asked to step down from his major role as Grindelwald in the uh, series. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he's basically like the main villain of this series. Is, uh, the character is going to be recast since the character is such a big part of the series. Um, it's really kind of unknown if it's because of like the whole like controversy between him and Amber Heard, or if it's just because he's, he's been going through a lot of like libel cases against the press lately. And we don't know if it's like, because of that. And he's just uh, doesn't have time to be in the movie. Uh, the movie is filming currently, and I think he just was in a court case. So it might be because of that bit, but we don't know. Anyway, the main, the main, the Johnny Depp will not be in the series anymore. What do you think, Jimmy? Who cares?
0: <laughs> <laughs> when did the last one come out? 2018?
1: 2017? Had to have been, yeah. 2018? The, yeah. The, no,
0: who was who waiting? Who out there
1: is excited for Fantastic Beast 3? No one. I, got I, I literally one. think no one. <laughs> like, like, even Harry Potter fans don't like it. Because I consider myself a, like, a relative Harry Potter fan, you know? Uh, but... Like I don't, I don't care about this series. I don't think it's very good. <laughs> I don't uh, know if I'm twenty eighteen. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I've mentioned on the podcast before, but Crimes of Grindelwald. I like fell asleep in the theater. I like, could not stay. It was like one of the most boring movies I've ever seen in a theater. Um,
0: <laughs> I like this. Um, the top head. that just like I just went to Google, and the top headline was a time. I mean, there's some Johnny Depp stuff, but then the top one is a Time article that's titled, Just Cancel the Fantastic Beast Franchise Already <laughs>
1: <laughs> from Time. <laughs> Time is just dishing out. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they should just cancel it. Who cares? No, and there's going to be five of them or whatever. Watch them just like wrap it up. <laughs> They're going to wrap it up in the next one. That, I would, or just I would wrap not wrap it doubt up in the movie early.
0: I, there's no way, <laughs> right? The last, mm-hmm. didn't the last one, did the, the last one bomb? If it didn't, oh, 655 million. So maybe, I it guess didn't do great. this one's going to bomb. This one's yeah. going to have to bomb. Nobody mm-hmm. cares.
1: Yep. Yeah. I'm so. going to give it a a Bergeron because I really don't care. <laughs> it uh, was Ber- like the big, big piece of news this week though. So yeah. Bergeron. Yeah. Uh, So next up, this is kind of a rumor, but like a strong rumor. Uh, According to Deadline, uh, they're looking at filming a Mandalorian spinoff as soon as this coming week. Um, I won't get into specifics as to what that is because I feel like it's maybe a spoiler for the episodes, but it it might involve a character that shows up in one of these episodes. So, Jimmy, you probably know who I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, Amy Sedaris' character.
1: Yeah, Amy Sedaris' character. Uh, but supposedly the spinoff series, I'll elaborate more once we get to the actual review, but supposedly this uh, spinoff series will be filmed and made before Mandalorian season three is done, which also Mandalorian season three was just officially confirmed. It apparently wasn't already. So <laughs> it's breaking news.
0: Disney, conf- Disney uh, signs on to do another season
1: of their the, only the show, most liked, the most liked thing they have on their streaming service. <laughs> So I don't know what do you think of a spin-off show of of Amy Sedaris's character of Amy C- Sedaris's <laughs> character <laughs> Um
0: I mean I I don't need it but I think it sounds it could be cool I guess I mean like it, I feel like it's a little I don't know I don't I don't need it to be honest. I think there's other things that I would rather see, but I'm not again. It's not like oh, I'm not gonna watch that because I'm not interested. So I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm in Bergeron
1: Land here. Jimmy will watch anything that has Star Wars name on it. So yeah, that's why I've seen all of the Clone Wars and all of Rebels. I've been watching Clone Wars, and it actually it finally got to be good. <laughs> it took three seasons, but it's actually good now. Well, see, you could have just watched the final four episodes. Like I did. No, but I'm, like, enjoying it now. I think it's got okay. good storylines yeah, now. You, the, that's too much work to get I know. to that point. Anyway, uh, I'll give it a B- Bergeron. Yep. Um. So, Moon Knight.
0: You know Moon Knight, Jimmy, at all? Yes, al? Moon Knight, that one superhero that I don't really know about, but I know it's a superhero.
1: Yeah, he's kind of like Batman, except he has multiple personalities. He breaks the fourth wall sometimes. And also, I think he just straight up murders people. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, he's kind of, especially I think when he started out, he was very much a kind of Batman knockoff. Um, but anyway, there's a series we had talked about a long time ago as has been confirmed for, uh, Disney plus. Um, but Oscar Isaac supposedly is going to be the title role of Moon Knight. Um, and it's going to be a show run by Jeremy Slater, who's hot off of developing the Umbrella Academy for Netflix. He's going to be leading writing and development of this series. Um, yeah. What do you think, Jimmy? I mean, it sounds good. I like Oscar Isaac. Yeah, me too. He's good in Ex Machina. Yeah. <laughs> he's really good in Ex Machina.
0: And he's great so, in Dune.
1: Yeah. <laughs> which we have not seen, but we know he'll be good. He's also good in Drive. Supposedly he's good in Inside Lwen Davis or whatever. Haven't seen it. He's a real solid Poe Dameron. Yeah, when those movies are... All right. <laughs> when the Actually, movies aren't Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> when he, when he's just... Although Poe Dameron just says Exposition, so never mind. That is true. Yeah, no, he's a good actor, though. I'm pretty excited to see him yeah. in a superhero role. I am too. He's, he's he's great
0: in Annihilation, that movie you love. Nope.
1: Wow, you thought <laughs> he was bad. Hmm. Yeah, he is because bad you do love the movie Annihilation. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, give this a Broca,
0: Jimmy. Okay, I can't think of any other Oscar Isaac movies, so yeah, Broca.
1: Yeah, let's just keep listing Oscar Isaac movies. <laughs> Good content. Um, this was actually something that I forgot to talk about two weeks ago, and it's kind of it's kind of funny, but also just inevitable. Uh, Quibi is finally shutting down. Jimmy. Oh yeah,
0: Quibi's dead.
1: <laughs> Quibi is officially dead. Um, but what am I supposed to watch in portrait mode now? Yeah, what am I supposed to watch? Where am I supposed to watch my ten-minute shows on? Oh wait, YouTube. That's right. <laughs> um. Anyway, so it's shutting down a mere six months after it launched. Uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg, who is kind of like one of the lead people behind this, and the CEO Meg Whitman said, uh, Quibi was a big idea, and there was one. There was no one who wanted to make a success of it more than we did. Our failure was not for lack of trying. We've considered and exhausted every option available to us. And they're apparently going to be trying to shop the app and the shows on the app to other potential buyers, but none have seemed interested so far. <laughs> Wonder why. Yeah, Um inevitable
0: so could yeah. be.
1: and it's, it's kind of fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it came out in the middle of a pandemic too which you which on one hand you'd be like oh maybe that's a bad thing but also everybody was stuck inside and ne- like using entertainment so like yeah if it didn't
1: ha- happen then and they were pushing the it for- so hard well supposedly like their demographic was people who want to watch stuff like on the subway like or they just don't have that much time and they're like on their way to work or something like that. First of all, that's people such who like are a driving. Weird, yeah. <laughs> that First would all, that's be that's sounds like a quibby quibby sketch. Yeah. <laughs> quibby app for like
0: people it, who are driving, just people just running over people and driving in the
1: <laughs> It's trees. It's such like a niche audience. And it's... I don't know. I don't know why they thought even outside of a pandemic that would be sustainable. I don't know. The pandemic didn't help them any, but I don't know. It, I don't think it really hurt them, though. That's true. I, I don't know. I yeah, had my like 90-day free trial, and I watched whatever I wanted to on it, and then <laughs> canceled my subscription. Just like everybody
0: yep. who got it. I didn't even bother to get the trial.
1: That... So, uh, that remake Quibi's of gone. Princess Bride was kind of funny. That's like the only thing I liked on it. Quibby's gone. Bergeron. Bergeron. Actually, Broca. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So Insidious Five is happening, Jimmy. I haven't seen any of the Insidious movies. I haven't but either. Yeah. Insidious. But uh, Patrick Wilson's actually going to be directing this movie. Ooh. Uh, it's going to be his directorial debut uh it's apparently going to be a direct sequel to one and two i think three and four are still in continuity but i don't think they follow the same characters as the ones in one and two i don't know um but anyway it's going to be a direct sequel to one and two and it's going to be following that family as their son goes off to college apparently Uh, and so i assume patrick wilson will be back to star as well all right Um, well then important question
0: yeah for insidious five which s do you think will be the five do you think Ooh. it'll be the
1: first S or the, the last S? Last S. <laughs> you don't want to do the first S because that's gonna be in five D- DS. <laughs> in, instead
0: of in city of five.
1: Yeah, that one's better. I'd rather do that. That's yeah. a good point though. I hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> just I just wanted to ask the important questions. It is an important question. Yeah, I yeah, I definitely think it'll be that S. But, I mean, this I need to watch at least the first Insidious movie and maybe the second one. I don't know. Yeah. Apparently good. Yeah. But we can watch them together, Holden. Yeah, we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it for the podcast.
0: I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe we won't. <laughs> maybe we won't.
1: <laughs> Those are the two options. I'll give this a Bergeron. Yeah. Um. There's kind of... Uh, This isn't really new. I think we kind of talked about it last week when Tom Holland had posted his photo, but Uncharted has officially wrapped filming altogether, not just Tom Holland scenes. It's actually done, Jimmy. It's not done. They still have to edit it. Well, yeah, they could lose all all the (laughs) files, still. (laughs) Although all the hard stuff is done, Jimmy, all the stuff that could be affected by the pandemic, they can do the rest of this stuff in the comfort of their home. Yeah, that's what you think. I'm uh, I'm I'm hopeful we're actually gonna see this movie now.
0: When do you, what is it gonna come out? Do they have it? I think next October.
1: Good wow. luck with that.
0: <laughs> Man, are we, yeah, are we just gonna get an onslaught of movies next year, or is just everything gonna be pushed back a whole
1: year? Be I think things will get pushed back. I think our anticipated movie list for this year and next year are gonna be very similar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, the Tenet was the only one of my top three that came out this year.
1: I might have had New Mutants just because it was delayed so much. I don't remember. Yeah, Tenet might have been the only one for me, though, too. In my top three. I'm trying to think. Oh, in top of that. three.
0: Well, I gotta. I don't know where my list is. I don't know,
1: Olden. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, cool. Uncharted's done. I'm giving that a Brokaw.
0: Yeah, sure. Bro-cop. Um It's coming out. Unlike the Flash movie,
1: yeah. A uh, slight bit of gaming news. I had messaged you about this because I thought it was really cool. But that new uh, Spider Verse costume in the Miles Morales oh, game. Oh yeah. That was uh that's that's hot. That's cool. Yeah. You see that, Jimmy? I did see that.
0: I, well, I'm, I'm uh, for this. Those- I got my most anticipated movies of 2019 on here, but uh, no 2020. I ah, yes. remember that went. Most
1: anticipated movies of 2019, our best episode of the podcast. You know what my number one was? What? Rise of Skywalker. Oof. Oh my god. <laughs> that didn't, Mine was it, probably Avengers Endgame. That didn't end well. <laughs> um. But anyway, uh so for those of you who aren't aware, um, in the new Spider-Man Miles Morales game, there's going to be a costume that, like, takes inspiration from the uh, Spider-Verse movie. And not only is the costume look the same, but it's also, like, animated the same way. And so it's, like, it's kind of animated at a lower frame rate than the rest of the game. And it looks really cool. I'm really... And I th- it does, like, the kind of visual onomatopoeia things that it does in the movie, too. Like, when you hit people and it says, like, pow and stuff like that. It looks like it's straight out of the movie. I'm like, makes me really excited for the game. They released a trailer of the of the suit this last week. Pretty hyped. All right, I found it, Holden. Uh,
0: yeah, Broca. Also, by the way, going. <laughs> did you watch the GameSpot review of this
1: of Miles Morales?
0: Yeah, that's kind of sparking some controversy.
1: They kind of IGN themselves.
0: What they said. One of the lines in the video was like, "He's got the swagger of a of a." Like confident black teen or something, and it was just what the way he said it was just l- not. <laughs> it was it was like ooh that was not a good thing to say, and like I kind of like cringed while I was watching the video, and then I went down the comment section, and it is just a bloodbath <laughs> of this guy, and then they gave oh it a seven God. out. Of, they gave it a seven out of ten. Oh my gosh! And. So, Gamespot, IGN themselves, which is pretty funny. But yeah, um, that is funny. Uh, I found my list though. Top, tw- I'll give that a broke out, By the way, I don't know if I'll play it the whole <laughs> time, but I'll, I'll give it a broke um, yeah. So, ten Mulan. I don't know why. Don't remember being excited about that. Nine Antebellum. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Oops. I well, I guess I haven't seen it. After Yang, a twenty-four sci-fi film that sh- certainly hasn't come out. I haven't heard anything about that.
1: Yeah, what?
0: (laughs) Annette. uh, What? uh, Adam Driver, Marion uh, Cotillard Musical. I I haven't heard anything about that. Halloween (laughs) Kills, Malignant, James Wan's next movie. Wonder Woman 84, A Quiet Place Part 2, Dune, 10... Oh, Mulan was bumped out because I forgot about Jigsaw, or not Jigsaw, Spiral. So, uh... Yeah, um, out of all those, Tenet has come out.
1: Yeah. Wow, I'm incredible. glad you really went back and searched for that because everyone listening is really anticipating. And, well, don't,
0: your... don't worry. My honorable mentions are on here, too. Oh the Invisible God. Man, that came out. No Time to Die, <laughs> Black Widow, Scoop, <laughs> came out. Free Guy, Venom 2, Godzilla versus Kong, Birds of Prey, that one came out. Conjuring 3 and... Marvel's Eternals. Wow. Not. I forgot how few movies came out this year.
1: Yeah. Right. Scoob was on your (laughs) most. Your honorable mentions. Yeah.
0: I don't know why. (laughs) It's a very top heavy list this year. Yeah. But uh, next year, I'm just going to be so excited for everything.
1: Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for Tom's. Yeah.
0: Tenet's also coming out. Does. Some streaming thing.
1: Who cares?
0: We're well we saw it. it but people who didn't see it. Yeah. Would be excited. So
1: there we go. Lit onto our review of the first episode of the Mandalorian season two. Spoilers. Spoilers. Just
0: pouring myself a nice glass of Crystal Light fruit, fruit Punch, Holden. Ready to enjoy. Excuse me, did I say that? I meant blue milk because we're talking <laughs> about Star Wars. Hmm. Gotta love that. Blue milk. Delicious blue milk. Almost as good as green milk.
1: Yep. All right, um, Holden. So Mandalorian came out. <laughs> kind of snuck up on me, honestly. I think it was just because it was like a wild week before that. And so I just kind of completely forgot about it. <laughs> I kind of um, forgot about it too, but then I was like, hey, yeah. October 30th. Here we are. Came out the day before Halloween, day before Halloween. Yep. Um So yeah, uh I don't I don't know where to start, Jimmy. What do you think? How about we talk about the episode, hold on. That's a good oh, place to start. Oh, that'd be good. The Mandalorian.
0: He's back. He's on Tatooine again cuz he's looking for Mandalorians.
1: Yeah, he wants Mandalorians, so then they can help him deliver the child to his home. Yep. So he's looking. He's
0: looking for the Mandalorians, and he runs into Amy Sedaris again. He does. And this is Amy. C- <laughs> I love Amy Sedaris. Okay, <laughs> Princess Carolyn, favorite character on BoJack Horseman. Amy Sedaris is so out of place in this show, in my opinion. She is. I agree. And I agree. her her lines are just terrible. I feel ba- like it's just like
1: was it like I weird because last I mean like when you watched the first season you hadn't watched Bojack Horseman and so now you've watched yeah. Bojack Horseman and you're like oh yeah yeah you just yeah. hear Princess Carolyn
0: uh, yeah and it's like she's like playing Princess Carolyn too yeah <laughs> <laughs> so which is weird and just very out of place like I don't want to be the guy who's like this is what Star Wars is but it just feels like
1: it does. It what's doesn't fit the tone on of the rest, and it's weird that like the episode starts out with that too, pretty much. Yeah, the season It's like here we go,
0: Amistadaris, yeah. which whatever. Um, but uh, yeah. Then he he's sees the Mandalorian. It's Boba Fett. Boba Fett's there. What? But it's not Boba Fett. It's, it's Timothy Oliphant. Scene. Yeah. What else is he in?
1: Uh he's like the main character in Justified. I think he's okay. a major character in Deadwood. Um he he is also one of the main characters in Santa Clarita diet, which I've seen. But he's he's in a lot of different things. He was uh he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um he was the actor in the saloon scene opposite of Leonardo DiCaprio. Sure. Yep. Um yeah, he do, he likes to do a lot of westerns, but he's also, yeah, he's I he's a very good actor. I like him a lot.
0: Yeah, uh he felt the li- he feels a little out of place to me too. Or I don't know, yeah. maybe
1: it was just the dialogue.
0: I don't it's, this the first half of this I would, I would say literally until the end of this episode, it felt just a little off to yeah. me. Like I know some people really like this episode, for me I didn't like the ending. The spectacle was awesome. All that, just the I don't know. I just this one didn't click with me for most of it. I, it seemed like a. It really reminded me of the ATST episode from last season, which was my least favorite episode. It felt like the same. It felt like a retread of the plot. Like, oh, here's a the people, they're screwed over by this one monster thing, which in this case is like the actual monster in last season was the ATST. The, yeah, the crate. Drag. They need to work together. To create this plan doesn't work, but then they figure yeah, it out. The, yeah, the and plan doesn't work. <laughs> then they have and to then improvise. it ends, and then they just leave.
1: Yeah, no, I yeah. agree. It's I think what's off about it is that it starts the season with an episode that's not really like plot related. It's not really consequent. Yeah,
0: it's like the only consequential thing that happens is he gets the Mandalorian armor, which
1: yeah. But the rest, of the, the rest of it is just like a side quest. And it's a weird thing to start out the season with. To have something that's so just like doesn't matter to the plot. And I mean
0: it, they've done this several times now. Because they, they also did it in the second episode of the show. When he has to... When the Jawas take all his stuff and he has to kill the, oh that yeah. monster for them. I think that one works the best for me. I don't know if it was just because it was the first time. But, or if it was, it just seemed more integral to the plot. Because he, like, he literally cannot go on without doing this. Yeah. Whereas this time and the time before, it's like, it's optional. Like, you don't need that Mandalorian armor.
1: See, I saw something online that, like... I thought I think sums up my feelings on what they're doing perfectly. Like, it compared this show to something like Supernatural or X-Files where they like those have like monster of the week episodes. I mean, that's where like X X-Files pretty much coined that term. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have monster of the week episodes and they have episodes that f- like continue the overarching plot. But the difference between this and that is that those shows have like twenty four episode seasons? <laughs> like they have all of this time where you can you can have those plot episodes, you can have those individual ep- like Monster of the Week episodes. But Mandalorian only has eight episodes a season, so any time that's wasted just feels so unnecessary. Is this? Did they say it's eight episodes? I guess it didn't. I mean, I check. assume it is. I, I it's uh, regardless, it's probably eight to ten. I don't know. Not very many still. Yeah. It also just seems like a very
0: outdated. Uh, TV structure like a very network oriented TV structure to maximize mm-hmm. profit although I guess I mean Disney would be better off making like nine episodes so then you'd have to pay for that third month <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> Um, but I should look that up how many episodes are going to be in this season if they know but um, yeah I just I didn't hate this episode I didn't love like yeah, it was like a I mean if I'm going to give it I'll give it like a 7 7 and a half. I mean it ends very well I thought and like yeah, it changes I mean, the aspect ratio and that it, it's it, the, the action
1: is great and I mean the yeah, whole reveal of Boba Fett at the end visually um, it's it's cool. fantastic I mean it, it just looks like a Star Wars movie that was one of our big compliments for last season too I mean it it looks uh, like it could be shown in theaters although I don't know I thought the earlier I, I like the, I didn't
0: seem i could see like where the screen began and the set ended a little bit more now
1: i don't know if that was just because i was more aware of how they did it that's probably it i mean i don't know maybe maybe not if you rewatch the first season
0: um there's gonna be 12 12 No. no no it says chapter 12 oh okay uh let's see I don't know if they
1: have I'm looking it up. Keep talking, Olman. Yeah. Um There's gonna yeah, be no the eight, eight episodes. Okay. Yeah, no, the Boba Fett thing though at the end I liked quite a bit. I hope he comes back in the show. That was what I was when I was mentioning earlier in the, in Tom's the spin off show is they're apparently talking about doing a Boba Fett spin off. So I mean I want him to be in the show. I don't want him to just like <laughs> just have this one appearance and then that's like the 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 back door for him to have his own spinoff series yeah that but, would be re- i would that would really not like that yeah um but i mean felt i like it, that it like, felt
0: inevitable too like and especially yeah. when you show off the boba fett armor
1: yeah like you got it which like you <laughs> have to say that I do have to say that the Boba Fett armor looks so like rinky dink compared to the <laughs> Mandalorians armor. Like, I mean, it, and it, it kind of it looks very true to. I mean, how the original armor looked in Episode Six, especially upon comparison later. But it just it looks so like crappy. <laughs> yeah, I thought that um, was kind of funny.
0: Other things to mention, I guess we haven't even talked about the. The, the is it the very beginning when he goes to so the, the, the oh Krigorian yeah the wrestling thing
1: guards whatever they're called wrestling match. Apparently, that actor was, John. Apparently, John, actor John Leguizamo is the dude he meets. Who's that? He's Luigi in the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> oh, no, he's in a lot of things though. I don't. I can't. I don't know. I don't have a good example.
0: Yeah. I mean, it just feels like, I don't, I guess, yeah, it feels very, a little bit network-y to me. Yeah, Some
1: I can see Some of these that.
0: episodes, like, just like, which I get, because it's kind of, it's half a kid's show, kind of. Yeah. So there's kind of these little campy moments and this
1: dialogue that, in my opinion, is subpar- yeah, I mean, I think there's a reason why there's not a whole lot of dialogue, because it's not that great. <laughs> it's um, it's a lot of exposition, and yeah. exposition on things that don't matter. And then they're like, hey, look, it's another Star Wars monster thing. Yeah. Isn't this neat? I like, did kind of like, uh, I liked that the Mandalorian knew how to sp- uh, speak the Tusken Raider language.
0: Yeah. It's kind of um, fun. But, yeah, I just, some of these, like, just little things seem not very purposeful to me. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, oh, let's go yeah. to this just because, oh, it's Star Wars and we need a bunch of creatures in a little yeah. thing. And, and that's what Star Wars is. It's like, I, I just am here for, the like, the story. Just give me the story. The focused, I would give this good story. And there just seems to be a lot of distractions that... Some like a network show from 2005 would have. Yeah, that's a pretty good summation. I just felt like I felt like we're we should be over that by now. Yeah, with shows like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul and yeah, and Game of Thrones and you know other (laughs) other other great shows that I'm just blanking on right now. Hold and help me out. And Mad Men. I haven't seen it. Heard it's The Wire. I don't know
1: The Wire, Wire. Maybe. The sopranos. Um, hmm. That's from like the that's that is from yeah, the two thousands.
0: <laughs> I know, but they um, probably have a more focused story.
1: Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean I think that's a pretty good summation on how I feel about the second episode too, which I think we can maybe start to get into. Um I I yeah. the first episode first episode's probably a seven out of ten for me too. It's like good at what All it right. is, but
0: I'm gonna add a time code right here. All right, we're talking uh, okay. about second episode now. Sweet. So, Yes. All right, so Unless second Unless you wanted episode. to say anything else about the first episode
1: to wrap it no, up. No, I think I'm okay. All right. Second but episode. Now, second
0: episode. So if you haven't watched it yet, we're going to get into spoilers. So go watch yeah. it. Come back and listen.
1: Second episode is even more useless than the first episode. <laughs> yeah, we got another
0: weird... Frog thing. Also, a lot of just weird Earth, like our world references. Like really cooking. Well, there's just make. Oh, don't overcook it. I like it medium rare. Oh yeah, that
1: seemed out of place too. To me too. And then there's other things. The guy
0: that one alien is literally like an ant. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Amy Sedaris
0: again. And it, I don't know. There's just some weird. And the one, the other alien is like a frog. He says frog. That was a weird thing. It's like, i sorry, I don't speak frog. I'm like, is a frog a thing in this? Yeah. I don't. It just seemed. It just seems off. I mean, I, I liked it. Um. I mean, Baby Yoda is super charming. They're, they're Yeah. I mean, they're overloading us with the Baby Yoda stuff and it's cute. I feel like I'm, I'm happy
1: to see it. Yeah, I'm not tired of Baby Yoda yet. I feel like that was kind of. I feel like this episode relied on Baby Yoda because it didn't really have much else to it. Like it's like they I it's I had gone into it. I I watched it probably a day or two after it came out, and I had gone into it I and I heard it like, oh, I, I was like, oh man, this episode's like it takes a different direction, like for the series. This episode's more like a horror thing. Like it does. no, I, I, I didn't know anything about it beforehand. Okay, that's just what I had seen online. I didn't really read too deep into like reviews of the episode, but that's kinda like a lot of taglines or headlines I had seen said something like that. Um but I disagree. I mean I think like it's it's like you said before, they just have a monster in it. And they got which is the spider things in this that are glorified face huggers from aliens. <laughs> pretty on the nose with the reference there i think with the eggs um but um just they just have the spiders they, they kill the spiders they're, they're trapped on this planet kind of i don't know it really inconsequential
0: i don't there's also some weird inconsistencies because there's like and the guys, or the Mando's, like, "Oh, we're stuck here. There's no hope in saving the ship. We just hope, gotta hope someone finds us." And then something else goes wrong. He's like, "Oh, I'll just say, I'll just fix the ship here in a couple yeah. minutes, and then let's get out
1: of here." So, I don't. know. Yeah, like the way. Okay, that ship crashed hard. Like he just fixes it in what seems like a matter of hours, and that yeah. just seems. And also the
0: X-Wing pilots find them on this giant ice planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess when they have he was some below sort of the sonar thing, but still.
1: Yeah, he was literally below the surface of the planet. Like, <laughs>
0: Didn't they just leave him to die? Yeah. Which is interesting. It also it felt a little baby driver-esque when they're like,
1: We are here. you're a good
0: person, so we're not going to kill you or take your rescue. Or whatever. I guess. (laughs) I was just like, okay, whatever. This is such an unnecessary episode. Nothing happened.
1: No. They were like,
0: oh, you need to take this person to point B. And they started going, and the episode ended, oh, I need to take this person to point
1: B. Yeah. He still didn't complete it. I bet that's the next episode is going to start with him either finishing it or continuing that bit. Um,
0: also baby Yoda is eating the eggs. You think baby Yoda is helping the eggs or do you think he's actually eating them?
1: I think he's actually eating them.
0: I'm like, I'm like, Oh, we're supposed to think he's eating them,
1: but then it's actually going to help them survive somehow or something. Oh, I don't think so. I think he's just eating them. I think it's played too much for laughs to not just be that. (laughs) It is funny. (laughs) (laughs) Also, how, them does, in like, like grapes. how does the frog lady not notice that? Like, like he eats a them lo- quite a few of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get maybe if, you know, just he eats one, she doesn't notice. But like.
0: <laughs> oh, people um, are yelling downstairs. Yeah, i do sorry if you that. can hear the background. They're just excited about the podcast. It's okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. If you can hear any background noise during this episode, that's because I'm in my apartment and my roommates are downstairs.
0: Um, but yeah I, I mean not a terrible start I I enjoyed both of these episodes but just some the, <laughs> some of these some of the conversations some of these some of the stuff just seems inconsequential in it it's like we could pick it up see some action
1: yeah if they don't like actually do plot <laughs> in the next episode I'm gonna be kind of upset because I mean like there was these, there were these up and downs in the first season too, but, but it didn't start are, that way. Excellent. Um. Yeah. It, well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't think it like started necessarily the most, the best. Like, I don't think the first episode is the. I think the second episode of the first season is pretty good. But, second, like, the
0: second episode of the first season is my favorite episode.
1: Okay, but like the first episode, even though it wasn't like super exciting, it did at least ha- start the plot. <laughs> like, yeah. And like I mean he and I mean that's even he, the
0: first episode I didn't really like the first episode all that much but their the, their plot is different at the end of the episode than it is at the beginning yeah. of the episode we literally t- we had forty minutes and the plot didn't progress yeah other than Yoda baby Yoda ate a couple I ate like six eggs
1: yeah we'll see I don't know maybe like maybe they'll continue the alien references and something will burst out of his chest
0: <laughs> yeah I got alien mixed with like Aragog.
1: <laughs> um, yeah i kind of got that and it too. also
0: reminded me of the ice planet from uh fallen order a little bit oh so yeah i could see that they're gonna like stumble on some kyber crystals or something <laughs> but nope just just some spiders
1: yeah also those okay <laughs> i mean so the spider thing that was like people had been saying that's like it takes a like a horror route which i don't agree with because i don't think it's like scary at all or even really that unsettling settling unless you just have such an aversion to spiders um but that whole scene when they're like hatching like the mandalorian and uh and like the frog and baby Yoda are backing away very slowly. And these spiders are like <laughs> coming out at rapid speeds and they're like really fast. And it just, they just never reach them. <laughs> it I was know. Bothering And they also me. like it,
0: stops to shoot like six of them when there's like a million of them. Come. It's like, why would, no, you just yeah. Would run.
1: Yeah. It just, it seemed inconsistent. And you'd use your flamethrower.
0: So it's like, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. Um, i was gonna say although um i don't know frostbite spiders in vr though skyrim vr those are scary oh yeah (laughs) those are terrifying
1: well this isn't in vr jimmy so if it wasn't vr they'd be terrifying (laughs) let me tell you that i didn't Uh, also i did not i didn't get the point of i'm aside from it being a literal translator of of the frog lady bringing the robot back online because like especially with the way that they at the beginning of the episode in the like previously on the Mandalorian or whatever they uh they they show that scene with like the robot bounty hunter uh that tries to get baby Yoda on the ship from last season and they it made it seem like that robot was gonna like I don't know do something like come back online but it's literally well when she
0: like looked at it I thought (laughs) excuse me I thought it was gonna like come up and like turn on and at first honestly I thought it was the fly, the ant guy still from the cantina. Oh. And I was like oh no that's the robot thing. And then she made a talk and I don't even remember what she said. It was like nothing well, of we, importance. You need to honor the deal or whatever. And then he's like, like sorry my ship crashed. <laughs> Bud. Bud. Oh now there's a bunch of spiders. I can fix the ship. <laughs> no problem. Um, so I mean, it would have been sc- it'd be scary for kids though, so.
1: Yeah, I guess. That would have scared me as a eight year old. I think it's less scary than the than the uh, spider from Harry Potter that scene. I think that scene's scarier. Yeah, probably because that's at night. But I mean, similar.
0: I don't know anything else to say about
1: this episode. No. I don't think probably. so. I'll, I'm gonna give it like a six out of ten. I'm probably yeah six it, and a half, seven. I think just in context with how this season is going so far, it might be my least favorite episode because I think it's. I didn't think it was. I thought it was kind of boring. In addition to everything else I said, I mean it's it's still like technically well made, like visually and like costume design and everything is really cool but I, I don't know
0: yeah I mean also I didn't quite understand what was going on with why couldn't he just send a transmission was he yeah, afraid of being I, uh, found I guess by I guess if he turns it be, on then everybody else
1: knows where he is you have to be deep into Star Wars lore to understand why that's a problem <laughs> I guess I didn't, I, I, just I didn't assume.
0: Like un- I assume that it's like if he turns it on for a split second, then like everybody in the galaxy will know where he is or something. I guess yeah. I'll give them the benefit of doubt and say that. But they weren't very clear on
1: why he couldn't just do that. The layman Star Wars fan doesn't know what those things do that they're talking about. So,
0: and then like the fused Tom the frog lady to shut up i'm like why is she an imperial or like what's going on i don't yeah i don't know but i i'm confident that the season's gonna pick up
1: also like all of all of the things that like they were talking about the x-wing people uh that they were talking about that he had done and stuff i literally did not remember any of what they were talking i didn't know anything of what they were referring to i
0: think it all goes back to episode six when they were doing that breakout stuff
1: oh yeah okay that makes sense
0: but I don't remember how the episode ended so I don't remember
1: yep six out of ten so let's should we talk about a ghost story Holden let's do it
0: A ghost story this is our Chimmy. non-spoiler review this movie is on netflix it's from 2017 i think it was sundance where it made quite a big impression on
1: people maybe is that I don't it
0: know. i feel like i remember hearing about it about that time and people were like it's casey affleck standing in the sheet and <laughs> watching people look and at like,
1: look at him as it, it sure is under a sheet. <laughs> look at
0: him sure standing is. under a sheet why did they pay this much money for Casey Affleck to do this when
1: it could have been anybody? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, someone out there is coughing. You probably hear that. Um But anyway, this movie, it's 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 not I mean, sca- it's a It's not a yeah, it's a horror drama.
0: Movie. Thing meditation mo- on remorse. Yeah, I just
1: call it like a drama. There's not I'd really call it a
0: artsy meditation. Yeah, okay.
1: It's basically about like uh, an artistic Casey meditation. character. Casey Affleck's character is. Uh, I, I don't know exactly. I think he's like a musician of some sort. Um, but he gets in a car accident and dies just outside of his home. Um, but he kind of comes back and is How a ghost fast are they driving that's what i one. don't know i mean i guess it was like the country so it was probably just someone speeding i don't know through the country i get it i've done it uh i haven't hit anyone you've killed someone me wrong no <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i killed anybody. um <laughs> but anyway uh he comes back uh Well, after he's dead and he's uh, represented as a little like ghost, like a sheet ghost, kind of the classic, you know, Charlie Brown or just, you know, what kids think of when they think of as ghosts. Um, But yeah, he comes back and he kind of just watches as his as his wife, I think. I think they're married. Maybe it's just girlfriend. Anyway, his significant other watches as she kind of changes and watches as the property he he's kind of haunting changes over time yeah that's the movie and you're watching him watch stuff yeah basically it's
0: about as exciting as it sounds (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is hold on let's first talk about before i just talk about how boring this movie is (laughs) um let's talk about what is good about this movie um okay i really like both the aesthetic of this movie it is a beautifully shot film with a yeah, wonderful color is. palette. A very interesting 4x3 uh, rounded corner uh, aesthetic. Which I think a, works. I don't even think uh, it's yes. like... And it, I don't it think compl- it's like too it much of a gimmick. No, it complements the shape of the ghost very well. There's yeah. a certain symmetry and proportion to each shot that the 4 by 3 aspect ratio with the rounded corners... It it works perfectly for this. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the color palette, just the texture of the film grain, is gorgeous. It's a very muted look. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's it's beautiful, and I think the other thing is the soundtrack, the score. I think really complements it nicely. Yeah, um, I, I yeah, I don't think it's like outstanding in terms of like oh i'm gonna listen to this later but i think it just meshes very well overall with the tone both visually and the story of the film
1: i think it's a good soundtrack that complements it i do it's kind of a similar complaint i had with 1917 where i feel like it tells you what to feel a little bit too much which i i have mixed opinions on that sometimes like i mean obviously if a soundtrack makes you feel something that's great but like I kind of thought at, in certain scenes in this movie it relied on the soundtrack a little bit too much and was trying to make me feel something I wasn't necessarily feeling. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that.
0: But I think that's more the story's fault than the soundtrack. Sure. Um but I this the other thing it's very original. There's some interesting mm-hmm. world building word World building elements to this, some things
1: it's depressing, yeah. It's very nihilistic, (laughs) it's (laughs) It's really nihilistic. Literally, (laughs)
0: just a nihilistic rant in the middle of it. The the longest part of dialogue is just a nihilistic rant by (laughs) a side character, and I'm like, This is depressing. I, it's really funny because, like, so I watched. I was planning, because I got, um, I was hanging out with um, Emily and her sisters last night. So I, I knew, because I was planning on watching it then. So I got back at like 11. I was like, oh, I'll watch the first half or so tonight and the second half tomorrow, maybe on the treadmill, because I like to run. And I watched like the first 30 minutes and I was falling asleep because <laughs> it's boring. And then I was like, there's, there's no way, no way I can watch this movie on the treadmill. I would die I would yeah. rather just
1: not watch anything than watch this movie I think so. <laughs> okay this movie is boring and I agree with that but I think it's I think it's a good movie but it's just not something I'll ever watch again <laughs> like, yeah and I i
0: don't think it's a bad movie either I think it's yeah. a good movie um it it is but I think it's a better movie if it's 30 minutes long yeah,
1: that's. I, okay. I there's there's you
0: could, there's there would you would not have sacrificed anything by making this a 30 minute film. And the I way s- I know that is because I, which is funny that I just did this because I, I used to go, I think I've mentioned this before in the podcast, but I used to go, especially in high school for a little while, I would like go on Vimeo, Vimeo of all mm-hmm. places, for, like once a week. And there's, there's always this really good. Like, if you go to just the staff picks, there's always these good short films on Vimeo that are super well done. They're from like all over the world, stuff like that. And this just feels like that. Like, you could have made a 30 minute vi- version of this to put on Vimeo. Yeah. And that would have been the ideal format for this. This is not, this story does not warrant 90 minutes in the slightest. No.
1: One of the top-rated Letterboxd reviews on this, I thought, summed it up pretty well. It's like <laughs> it just said, "Wow, that's a really long short film." <laughs> I <laughs> thought that was pretty funny
0: because it's but a yeah, very—it's no, a neat concept. It has some interesting, an interesting perspective on stuff. There's that interesting world building. Mm-hmm. It just didn't need to be drawn out over 90 minutes. It's, and I think that yeah. that 90-minute aspect of it took away from the impact of the um, impact of the story
1: well it's interesting because so I mean this movie is just made up of very very long takes and a lot of them don't have much going on and I like there's certain scenes where I think that works better than others but then there's certain ones where it literally nothing happens in the frame like nothing moves for like a minute straight I'm like Look, I get that you're like, you're trying to push this emotion or like this introspection onto us, but like literally nothing is happening on the screen. There's no movement for a minute straight. <laughs> what did you I think just of don't the get shot it. where, um, what's the actress's name?
0: I had it and I lost
1: it. Where Rooney Mara it's- eats pie for one eighteenth of the movie's runtime. <laughs> it's one eighteenth. How long is the yeah. shot? Like four minutes?
0: It's at least five. It has so to like- be. That I was, that was when I was watching it last night and I was like, oh "Oh my gosh, I get it. It was like, (laughs) I get it. Okay. You can go on. You know what? Also, I was like,
1: how many times? I hope they only had to do this once. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine her having to eat like a whole pie (laughs) for like multiple shots. That would suck. Who eats a pie like that? Again, I don't know, you're emotionally who's depressed. Emotionally, uh... what's I I'm, that? I'm okay, that scene. That's probably one of the ones where I'm more okay with it, just because I thought her acting in the scene okay. was really good. If it, you do it, 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 if
0: you do it once, it works. You can't do it yeah. every single shot.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think like it, they it just have, lost. They could impact. have blew their load on that one, maybe, and then they. <laughs> I'm in okay college. with like. <laughs> I, they could have, you know, like kept the long takes, but have interesting things happening in them. Instead, we just get Casey Affleck in a sheet staring at something for a minute straight, and like maybe a door moves or something like that. And it's just, yeah. Also, that okay, I did like in that pie eating scene. You have Casey Affleck in the background under a sheet, and I was a hundred percent convinced he was not under that sheet because he was standing so still. But then she moves. And then he, wa- like, he turns and watches her. And I was like, yeah. wow, you really just stood still for, like, five minutes. <laughs> Again, why did they pay Kay-
0: Casey Affleck? <laughs> um, also, I'm I not, think the I'm editing... Not huge, I'm not a huge Casey Affleck fan, either. So I that
1: didn't guess help. I'm... I don't know him in that many movies. I mean, he's good in Manchester by the Sea. That's about like the only thing. That's his like Oscar winning role. That's really the only yeah. thing I know him from, I think. Um. I, di- I do like the editing in this movie quite a bit. I think there's a couple of really cool sequences that they do visually um, that I can talk about a little bit more once we go to spoilers. Um, would I agree with that. Yeah, I think the editing is pretty unique and cool, and it does it does really cool things with the whole like theme of time passing. It certainly does.
0: There's a lot of weird, random little vignettes in this.
1: Yeah, there are. And it really, I mean, like I, it it's one of those things where you know it's like a cliche to say that like the the house is a character in a, in a movie or something but i think like the movie the movie spends almost as much time like focusing on how this property changes over time as much as it focuses on his life probably even more mm-hmm. on just like what happens at this property over time
0: i think maybe the biggest issue for me is that i this movie seems like it's trying to rely on this connection between Rooney Mara's character and Casey Affleck's character, when they literally give us none, they show us a fight and that is our context for their relationship. And they give us just the tiniest little breadcrumbs later. And it's like, I don't have any emotional investment in this. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like Sandra Bullock's character in gravity a little bit where it's like, you're just supposed to kind of cheer for her because she's the protagonist. And I get a yeah. little bit of the same sense here, and the stuff they do show, I'm like, he's kind of a dick. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just kind of a dick. I don't really like him. So it's well, like, it, I don't really like. I feel sad for him, but like, I don't know. Sorry, yeah, man. And he, Everybody's gonna forget about you because you were just mean and didn't do. Yeah, it <laughs> didn't impact other people's lives significantly.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Except for your
0: significant others, but we didn't see any of that. So.
1: And I, you know, I was, it's kind of funny that we did The Mandalorian this week because, like, I think it's pretty easy to compare how they get acting really well in The Mandalorian with, like, no face. But in this, it's just kind of like he's just kind of shuffles around. (laughs) Like, he doesn't really, I don't really get any sense of emotion from this like the at least this design of the sheet with the eyes cut out. I think it's very creative and I think it's kind of cool that they just ran with this, you know, cartoon ghost aesthetic. It's it's something that I just don't think entirely pays off because it's just kind of him walking around.
0: <laughs> I think it works if there is the un, the emotional undertones that go with it, but they they just I didn't get those. Yeah, I, there was no investment for me. So I hadn't bought in emotionally. So that's what I think it would have worked better had that had I had that emotional investment in the film, but I just didn't. Yeah. Because I I do there I do think that the sheet worked very well. But again, just the story. The characters didn't like I guess the story was alright, but the characters didn't do it for me
1: yeah i agree
0: i'm I'm ready to go
1: into spoilers i think me too what are you gonna give this movie jimmy i'm gonna
0: give it a seven out of ten
1: yeah i'm probably around there too seven and a half it's
0: it's definitely fresh for me but it's i don't think it's a musty if you don't like artistic movies stay away from this uh, yeah movie
1: don't go into this thinking it's a horror movie either
0: (laughs) Oh, no, it's absolutely not at all. Yeah. So, yeah, on to spoilers. <music> all right, Holden, any specific scenes you want to touch on here?
1: I feel, I feel like I could have talked about this in non-spoilers, but I'll mention it now. Um, I... I wish they had leaned a little bit more into the fact that we're seeing this haunting from a ghost perspective. We really only get it for like one sequence. And I think it was kind of cool in that instance, but I kind of wish it was more. I I feel like they could have integrated that while he's being depressed and walking around.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I was confused at why he didn't. Once he
1: knew he could interact with the world, why didn't he? more. Yeah. I mean they he does it for that one family and that's it. And then I mean after that family moves out, then you have the the scene with that guy who's who gives his rant or whatever. Uh but he doesn't really do anything in that scene. Casey Affleck does it. No, he just shines the lights a little bit. Yeah.
0: He's in the upside down. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, I just I i don't like he was so worked up about getting that note and he can interact with things so it's like why did he not get a knife or scissors or the chisel and just chisel into the door and get it
1: yeah and also like he he's like getting it out and the first time he's like trying to get that note out he stops because they're like they break down the door cuz they're going to like destroy the, the the house or whatever um but and he, he and like he still could get it and he just yeah he like the, the note is almost out he's literally like grabbing it and pulling it out and then he just stops that bothered me i just yeah. i also i know you were i don't think you were supposed to laugh but i laughed when the other ghost in the other house just disappeared <laughs> cuz he said something like i don't think they're coming and then just immediately disintegrated <laughs> I thought, and it like hit me as funny, even though it definitely wasn't.
0: <laughs> it reminded me of Obi Wan. Yeah, <laughs> strike me down. I shall become more powerful than you can ever imagine. It's true. I just was waiting for Obi Wan's lightsaber to fall down, land <laughs> on the land on the sheet. Darth Vader just kicking it a little. Where'd he go? <laughs> I yeah, they they didn't really explain that much about the other ghost I'm assuming that ghost had like, gone through this loop so many times that like they just were not even like existing to themselves anymore
1: yeah maybe? I assume that's what it is
0: kind of like, just, like an inception how you just like you get into limbo when you like forget who you even are I think it's like that but the ghost version
1: yeah also okay the and whole time like, why don't thing they, I was like
0: I'm just like the whole rules like if you're the ghost like he, it doesn't show him try to leave you know like he doesn't yeah. like he doesn't like oh what are my limits here you know yeah it's like he doesn't the fr- he doesn't think oh let me try to interact with something right away it's like no let me wait six years and then i'll try to interact with something
1: yeah that, he never um, tries I'll,
0: to leave
1: i'll compare it I to like of all things, I'll compare this to American Horror Story where in the first season, they do a really good job of like showing how a ghost can't leave like the house that it's attached to. And I really like how they did it in that season where like the ghost definitely like tries, but it also like, it, I don't know. It's interesting. I kind of wish they had done something like that. Um. Also, so like, so there was time to- I was just going to say that there's that
0: disconnect between me and Casey Affleck's ghost, because it's not doing what I think it should be like. It's not doing something very obvious to be doing. Yeah. So it's just like me being frustrated with this character. So I'm not connecting with it. And there's this extra barrier on top of that with this frustration. And then you're then you're literally showing me two-minute shots where nothing is happening. Yeah. So just <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm like, this is not... Like, it's not supposed to be an enjoyable experience but it's like this is just a frustrating experience and not the this is not the introspection and reflective mindfulness that you're trying to generate out of me it's just me being frustrated by this ghost character and the lack of any sort of action of any kind in this movie
1: i also i hated how uh oh gosh my roommate's playing music i'm sorry um. <laughs> anyway, he just he closed his door. Um, but he, I, I, I didn't like the, I didn't like the rant in the movie that much. <laughs> that like nihilistic Seems on rant. the nose. It did. I because I feel like you could have gotten like the theme of nothing matters cause everything disappears. Like you could have literally just gotten that from the visuals of what's happening to the house and to his life. Like it that's that would have been just told so perfectly that way because you have the house getting destroyed, it gets turned into like this big metropolis and like then even I mean, even later with the weird pioneer family when they just get killed, like nothing matters. Um, they did not need that rant. It was like such a pretentious rant from this like random guy at a party. <laughs> like that's not something you would even do in real life.
0: I uh, know there's some people I met who, who could do that. Oh, okay. Just pouring myself another glass of blue milk. Delicious. Since we're talking about a ghost story. <laughs> And there's no nothing to connect the two, but yeah, this movie,
1: it's all right. It's very pretty. I think more movies it's should pretty. look like this. It's got some pretty good acting from Rooney Mara.
0: Yeah, thought she was good in it for half of the movie. Yeah, and then she goes away, and I'm like, wow, this this really is grinding to a halt.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I. I mean, I guess it made sense with the time loop and then you see her a little bit more towards the end with like like flashbacks and stuff like that. but I you know I was fully expecting her to show up again later <laughs> instead she just leaves the house and never comes back. Um
0: my final thoughts are this would have been a great 30 minute short film that I would have recommended to a lot of people, but since it's 90 minutes, I'm not going to recommend it to anybody. <laughs> so there we go. Don't waste oh, um, your time.
1: It's all right. Oh, and you you had mentioned in non spoilers though about like the like nuggets the the little tiny crumbs we got of their relationship at the end of the movie, and I just like what they gave us. They just hint at like arguments, but they don't but between them, but they don't like elaborate on what those arguments were about. They just like Rooney Mara says, "Oh, you like why you don't make- you want to move?" And he's like, "I." Don't want to move because this yeah. house has history. <laughs> and like, then she's okay. like, "Why do I have to make all the decisions or something like that?" And it's never really, I don't. know Aside from like, he's like, "I don't know moving, what you're yeah. like, well, you moving." Yeah, aside from moving, that's not really ask. elaborated on.
0: I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Whatever. Yep. But was, if you, we're, want we're, watch we, a, if, you we, if you want to watch a a movie about a. a relationship falling apart that's very artsy i wouldn't recommend midsummer a million times over this movie yeah that's my recommendation watch
1: midsummer and then listen to our review on it because it's really good so and i do want to say um the like we've been kind of negative on this on this movie but like we're mostly just talking about the things we don't like because the rest of it's like it's it's like a well-made movie that's why we gave it the scores we did seven seven and a half so
0: yeah. All
1: right. Holden, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? We're back. I had to go uh, go yell at my roommate. No, I didn't yell at him. <laughs> he, was, uh, <laughs> he was playing Black Magic Woman by Santana in, in the hallway, <laughs> which normally I would have no problem with because I quite like that song, but but we don't own the rights to it, so. We t- yeah. <laughs> yet. Uh, yeah, yet. We'll buy Santana's entire discography. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, what am I doing this week? Or what have I been doing? Well, I've been stuck at home pretty much. I, it's, you know, being quarantined, I mean, I was, for those of you who remember, I was also quarantined over the summer, um, because my brother had COVID. And that was different, you know, because I didn't have anything I needed to do. So I was just kind of whatever, like I'm doing nothing. But like it kills your motivation so much. Like it's it's wild just how different like going to in person classes versus being forced to stay at home. Like how different that is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me tell you, it was difficult. I mean, I think I got all my stuff done that I needed to, but it was it was hard. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I wa- I've watched quite a bit this week. Not honestly as much as I thought I would. Um, but I've been you know I've been busy with homework and whatnot. Um, I watched Saving Mr. Banks, Jimmy, you know, that movie. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. Uh it was Tom Hanks. Was he plays Walt Disney. It's basically about how Walt Disney, you know, made Mary Poppins and how the author of Mary Poppins didn't really like that they were doing that. I thought it was like, I thought it was good, but I also didn't like how it's made by Disney. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It seemed uh, I, to me, it seemed a little bit fluffy in their favor, especially in looking at it a bit more like she she doesn't love it by the end of the movie. But she was a lot more apprehensive in real life than she was in the movie. So I don't know. Seemed like a little 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 bit of a fantasy for Disney. Um, yeah. I rewatched Mad Max Fury Road because uh, my one, two of my roommates hadn't seen it. Uh, very good. Gets better each time I watch it. I actually quite like it now, <laughs> even though I, my initial opinion was I hated it quite a bit. Um, I didn't know you hated it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was one of those things where I like, I recognize the technical achievements, but I just did not enjoy what, I guess I shouldn't say I hated it. I didn't enjoy watching it. And then I, I don't know. I've watched it two or three times since that first watch and it's just gotten better each time. Um, I watched the original 90s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, which is not good. (laughs) (laughs) I had always heard it was kind of like a cult classic thing, especially since like the costumes are done by like Jim Jim Henson puppets. So it's kind of cool. Like that aspect of it is pretty cool, especially since they do stunts in those costumes. I cannot imagine how they did that. Um but it was just, it was very cliche. It was very, if you've seen any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing ever, I feel like you've seen the story. <laughs> I am not even a fan of, of TMNT, but like, I feel like the one or two episodes I've watched of the show are exactly the same as this movie. So it really just didn't seem that exciting. Um, I probably my favorite thing I watched this week was Seven Psychopaths. Oh, hold on! Excellent movie. Yeah, I loved that. I I, I, re- I mean, because
0: I I I think I said we need to we need to watch that sometime because I watched it shortly after three billboards came back came out because it was um mm. what's it
1: Martin McDonough what's his name yeah Martin McDonough I think yeah I think
0: you're right. I, lo- I really like that it, it it has a lot of the story within story aspects. Yeah. Christopher Walken. Um, What's his name? Uh, Colin Farrell. Who else? Colin is Farrell. That? Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent movie. It's a movie. great cast.
1: It's I it's very Tarantino-like. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. But I mean not it doesn't feel like a rip-off. It just feels inspired by like it, I don't know. I thought that was it was excellent.
0: And the good thing is, too, I've like forgotten a lot of what happens in it. I just remember really liking it because I think my brother had seen it and he was like, "Uh, it's like he he thought it was all right. It didn't connect Mm -hmm. with him. And we have very similar movie tastes. Like he got me into Tarantino and all these things and got me into a lot of these movies. So I was like, I didn't have super high expectations for it. I was it was lent to me by a professor. Sure. And I had the disc for like a couple months before I watched it. I was like, "Oh man, I need to get this back to him." He lent it to me after like talking about like like a essay one-on-one conversation. I'm like, "I just got to get this movie back to him." So because it was his DVD, so I, I watched it, and I was like, "Wow!" I was just blown
1: away. So yeah, it's on Amazon Prime right now. So anyone out there who wants to watch yeah. it, highly recommend it. Um then i watched the witches the robert zemeckis <laughs> movie yeah i wasn't the coin bad. came up bad <laughs> bad <laughs> yeah it's just like it, it feels heads are so, bad heads are bad it's the call. it it feels very like creatively devoid i don't know like it's it it doesn't feel like it has an original bone in its body despite the fact that it presents itself that way like it with like all these weird visuals you have Anne Hathaway in it who's giving a very exaggerated performance with a truly awful accent she has like some Russian accent that I do not think she pulls off um but like it I I said to one of my friends I was like it's a roll doll adaptation who I mean, for those of you who don't know, very famous children's author of like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and, and the BFG and this. And it just feels like those books are also creative and whimsical and weird, and this is just not that. It feels like such a disservice to like a roll doll adaptation. And it's so it overuses CGI so much. It looks so crappy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, not very enjoyable. I mostly watched it because one of my roommates really wanted to, and I didn't have anything better to do because I was in quarantine. So, why not? So you're
0: saying it's no Welcome to Marwin, huh?
1: No, I haven't seen that. I don't know how it <laughs> compares. <laughs> Heard it's bad though. Um, then I I watched Baby Driver because uh, one of my roommates hadn't seen it, and I hadn't seen it in like over a year, which was like blasphemy. I've seen that movie so many times. How have I not seen it in the last year? So how I was watching Kevin Spacey in it. Uh, (laughs) I mean, not great. I mean, like the last, the last couple of times I had watched the movie was after, you know, like Kevin Spacey stuff had come out. And so I was already, you know, if you, if you, if you put aside the cringy dialogue when you, like when he says I was blinded by the balls on that kid and stuff like that, (laughs) like in context of things that has happened to like with Kevin Spacey, if you, uh, you put that stuff aside, it's still very solid. I can understand yeah. why people don't like watching it in context with Kevin Spacey though. And it is it's it's not the best in that regard. Um then the other main movie I watched a couple days ago, because I need to I'm trying to watch stuff on Shudder, so then I it, cause my thirty day subscription is almost over. I watched a uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two. <laughs> Do you know this movie, Jimmy? <laughs> No. Is there a part Uh, one
0: or is that just part of the shtick?
1: No, there is a part one. I didn't. So this movie is like it's this kind of slasher movie, I guess, from the 80s. Um, But it's very notorious for a couple of reasons. One, it basically just has like the entire first movie in it. Because like the first half of this movie is like this criminal recapping Basically the entire first movie and it just uses footage from the first movie. (laughs) So you're this entire first half. You're just getting like the highlights from the first film. So there's no point in watching that first movie. But the second half is where it gets really good because the second half is where the infamous uh, line garbage day comes from. Do you remember that? Have you you ever seen that meme, Jimmy? The garbage day or have you heard the garbage day soundbite? No, I you don't should think l- so. Okay, you should look up just Garbage Day on YouTube, and it'll be, like, the first thing that comes up, no doubt. It's a very, like, famous clip just because of how, like, weird the line delivery is and how funny, like, <laughs> the, the editing is in it. It's just very silly. It was kind of a meme in the late, in the early 2010s, I think. Um, but it's, like... The lead performance of the killer in this movie is just bonkers. It's so bad, but it's it's so bad that it's good. I think it's like it's a pretty short movie, but like if you just re- if you want to watch a so bad it's good movie, I think you can do a lot worse than this one. Um, oh, I'm watching the clip. Beyond right now. that, though, I've caught up on Doom Patrol. Uh very good. Although Doom Patrol season two ends. On a ninth episode, and apparently there was going to be a tenth episode that was delayed or like canceled due to COVID, and so they had to rework it into the season finale. But it just it doesn't feel like a season finale. It feels like there's a lot of like, uh, plot threads that are just left open, and so it felt kind of odd. Um, but I mean, I obviously they couldn't really do much about it if they wanted to get the episodes out. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what happened there, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, so you that just like disappeared off of my screen. So did you disappeared right off
0: my screen, and then it wouldn't. I tried calling you back. Technical difficulties, folks. So I yeah. don't. We're not sure. And it wasn't
1: even. It wasn't even GarageBand this time.
0: No, Skype just went kaput. I don't know whose side <laughs> it was on because both of us just disappeared from one another. So I don't know if it was just like a Skype server thing, or if there was. A it recording. might
1: be my. It might be my internet. My the internet in the apartments this year have been pretty poor, so sometimes I just have to like turn off the internet and turn it back on. So that like, very well could have been it. I tried calling you and it said the connection was too weak, so I bet it was my end.
0: Okay. It said you were offline for a second. I
1: thought about just calling you on oh, my phone yeah, phone. I thought Yeah, I almost okay. texted you.
0: But um you were talking oh, wait, about my
1: levels are really high right now. I'm sorry guys. I'm gonna turn you <laughs> turn it down. <laughs> Uh, I, I stopped recording and then apparently my levels just went all the way back up. Now I'm back to normal. There we go.
0: Good. Um, so you're talking about doom patrol.
1: Yeah, no, uh, I don't know what got cut off, but basically I was just saying that, um, doom patrol season two like ends, um, on episode nine, it was supposed to have a 10th episode that got like, it couldn't be filmed or completed due to the COVID pandemic. Um, and so they reworked the ninth kind of penultimate episode as the finale. And so it li- it ends on like a, hu- a couple of huge cliffhangers and it just feels very much like they were amping up for th- this last episode that we didn't get. Um, I mean, I, you got to work what you got to work with. So I'll be curious to see how that kind of works into the next season. Um, but it was very good. I think it's probably the most creative um, superhero show right now i would say more it's, it's creative just so than the boys i think yeah it's more well i don't think it's necessarily better than the boys but yeah i definitely think it's more creative it's just like it is so outlandish and weird i think weird is like the main thing that it goes for but like just all of the scenarios that happens. It's not really even like a superhero show because there's very minimal like fighting in it. It's just kind of this like cast of characters that goes through all of these very, very weird situations. Great performances in it. Um, I I highly recommend it if you have HBO Max. Um, but that did, I, I don't think I mentioned last time, I did finish The Boys season two. That kind of wrapped up. And I think that also ended pretty... Pretty cool. Pretty spectacularly, I think. Jimmy, I think you should watch that show, if nothing else. I mean I I if you had more time I would recommend Doom Patrol to you too, but I know you're a busy man, so choose the boys. Yes. The boys.
0: The boys are back in um, town. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town.
1: Um, I also mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned (laughs) or if this was part of the part that that didn't get cut out, but I did get to the part in Clone Wars where it's actually getting good. It kind of went exact, there's like a, there's a part in the middle of season three where like, they kind of improved the animation and like redid some of the character designs a little bit. So it actually looks better. And that was like, right when it got good, it's like, they suddenly just got a bunch more money for animation and writing and like time that could be spent on it. And it just suddenly got better in almost every way. Um, some really, really cool Anakin storylines that I, I think are very solid for his character building. Um, but, yeah, video games beat Resident Evil 4 finally since I've been working on that since, like, August. Finally had the time to beat that. Very good. Worth the hype. Um, That, that is Did a game that... you play that, that on Jimmy PlayStation? Played it on the Wii. Oh, Wii. Uh, the Wii yeah the Wii version is actually like probably the most well liked version because like the motion controls for aiming in that game are so solid and especially for a game like Resident Evil where you have to like conserve ammo being able to like exactly point where everything or where, wherever your bullets go like it's it's very helpful
0: interesting Um. so do you have like a gun
1: yeah. thing for the Wii controller no I just I just point with the Wii, Wii remote oh interesting um yeah and it's <laughs> jimmy i like i don't know if you would ever play it but like i would like to see what you think of it because like the dialogue in the game is so bad it's like <laughs> it's like i mean it's kind of the the campy nature of like it's almost so bad that it's good like the voice performances are really cheesy and like the dialogue is just really campy it's, <laughs> it's i can't do it I, if i can't do bad dialogue It's, it's like, it's so fun. It's, it is like funny bad though. Like, it's not just, it's not like I I can't do it. It's like, I can't do it. It's like Leon, the main character, just saying like weird (laughs) one-liners. Can't do it, Olden. Yeah. Damn. Uh, but yeah I've been going talking for a while now I mean I've started Legend as all the Skyward Sword that's the game that I'm working on right now um, it's one of the only Zelda games I haven't played so I figured I might as well uh, do it while I'm here it's pretty alright so far it's kind of the one of the ones that people don't like as much but it seems okay
0: alright is that all? that's it for me though
1: <laughs> I think so yeah a lot to share I mean because not doing anything else yeah
0: you'll have more next week I'm sure oh yeah I I watched two documentaries. One was good, one was fine. Um one was called the American Murder, the Killer Next Door or something. It was very predictable. There was like not any twists or turns. It was like I bet this <laughs> happened and that's what happened. That's and then I stats was. at there's like these stats at the end like this is what always happens. I'm like, yeah, that's why I knew what was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't teach me anything. Like, this was supposed to be a big revelation. It's like, that's nothing new. But I have seen a bunch of forensic files, so maybe that's why. Um, yeah. I don't think you have to be the sharpest cookie, though, to figure it out. <laughs> that's also not an expression anybody uses.
1: Sharpest cookie. Yeah. <laughs> sharpest tool in the shed, as Smash Mouth once said. Yes. Um, however,
0: I did watch the. The Challenger documentary, the four-part miniseries on Netflix, excellent, quite good, really. Uh, yeah, What's it I, called? Uh, I think it's just called Challenger: The Final Flight. I hadn't realized oh. that Challenger. I hadn't realized that Challenger had been flown before; had had several missions before the, the the, the last, fatal the, uh, the disaster, the fateful disaster in 1986. Um, but it is very interesting. Uh, if you have any interest in NASA or space at all, or just good documentaries, um, just all the stuff behind it. I I think NASA is really interesting and all that. Um, like I think the Apollo missions are really cool. Um, so just like the whole space shuttle design, and I mean I had I knew quite a bit about it already, but they they take it to new depths. With this, and it's super interesting to see all the behind the scenes stuff. And there, the one interviewee who I thought was super interesting was the lady who, the teacher who was the alternate for if Krista McCullough, the Krista McCullough, could not go on the flight or on the not the flight but the the shuttle for the mission. So she trained with all the astronauts right there with her, had to learn all the same exact things. For this boot camp, and they were like, had they got these like uh, apartments right next to each other for like this boot camp, and they really got to know each other, and just all these things and everything behind it, this NASA, what what it was like during the eighties, why they had the shuttle, all these different things, the aftermath of it, like the investigation, very interesting, um, just (laughs) very good interviews, highly recommend it if you have if it sounds slightly interesting to you at all i think it's well worth the watch it's like about it does sound slightly interesting to me so it's about i think each episode is about 45 minutes average so it's uh, like a little over three hours probably all together nice so it's a, a long movie yeah it's an irishman yeah it's good it's i highly recommend and it's you can chunk it so yeah, that's yeah. think that's pretty much all I did. In
1: terms of Have you finished BoJack Horseman?
0: No, I have 2 episodes left.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Ooh. 2 episodes left. The next one, yeah, the next one's wild.
0: Yeah. Kind of ready to be <laughs> done, honestly. It's starting to run out of gas for me a little bit. That's fair. Um yeah, I feel like there's a lot of sadness. I'm just ready to be done with it, I think.
1: <laughs> it is a sad show. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. Anything else, Holden? Or are you ready free- to take us home? I,
1: I actually did. <laughs> there were a couple of things I forgot to mention that I do want to mention. <laughs> Uh, just because well it's because you know I like I went through this well the stuff I talked about was like just within the last week because that's when I've had nothing to do but I also did forget there was a whole other week before that and it's just a couple of things so don't worry I'm not going to get that won't be much longer I did on Halloween which was also the day that I figured out I had to quarantine I, I spent like the entire time watching uh, Halloween like old Halloween specials and movies with my uh, girlfriend um, so we watched a bunch of you know Halloween episodes of cartoons like the SpongeBob one, or you know, there's uh, Fairly Odd Parents. I don't know, just a lot of cartoons from our childhood with Halloween episodes. Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, you know that kind of stuff. Um, rewatched Over the Garden Wall, which we is now become a tradition for us two to watch every Halloween. And Over the Garden Wall, Jimmy is maybe one of the best cartoon miniseries like ever, in my opinion. It's just this cartoon thing. It's like Cartoon Network thing. It's a, like little over 2 hours total cuz each episode's only like 10 12 minutes something like that. And it's just should have been very, on Quibi. It, yeah, should have been on Quibi. Um it's like it's very autumn. Like it, it is it's not necessarily Halloween, but like the show just oozes autumn feels with like it's the the animation the colors and just every the content in it it feels very warm and nice it has some very very mature themes in it with some honestly very like depressing stuff in it as well there's a lot of like death and just sadness but also plenty of like happiness and uh, and comedy in it like it is I mean it was on Cartoon Network so it is technically a kids show but definitely one that I think older audiences probably get more out of Um, yeah that that's something it's on Hulu watch it very very good then the other thing I wanted to mention is I watched oh my god that truck is really loud I'm sorry you guys probably can probably hear that I can hear it <laughs> Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of surprised that didn't happen more during this podcast. Um but the other thing, I watched V for Vendetta. How is um, it? Um first time I'd ever seen. It. Very good. <laughs> I I mentioned uh to one of my roommates and I think I put this in my Letterboxd review too. I think it has maybe the most satisfying like final act of almost any movie I've ever seen. Like it's just almost pretty much everything you want to happen happen happens in it. Like it, and it's just like visually very cool. The action is awesome, very Matrix inspired. But I think it, it from what I, I haven't seen the Matrix, but from what I understand, I think <laughs> it's pretty original in its own right. It's, it's not an episode <laughs> like, yeah, of no, that, that
0: one movie podcast without Holden referencing the Matrix, a like, movie he I, has not seen.
1: <laughs> maybe I'll see the Matrix. You know what? I got time. Maybe I'll watch the Matrix. You
0: should watch week. the Matrix, and then I'll be able to. S- <laughs>
1: It's a good movie, um, Alden.
0: Also, I don't yeah. know. This might not mean much to our, our some or most of our audience, but uh, V for Vendetta is Jack Taylor's favorite movie.
1: Is it really? Yeah. You know, I can. This is I it can get on back. Netflix. I mean, yes. How did you did watch you it? On, or wait, did I watch it? No, I watched it on HBO Max. Okay. Which I think it was just taken oh. off at the end of the month, so it might be on something else now. Okay. I don't know. You can. I don't even it. remember what I
0: have anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be honest with you. It's I mean it's I think V for Vendetta is like very, very timely and its political themes too. So I mean yeah. Very good. All right, well then That's it for me though, finally. That's be done. <laughs> what what's next week, Jimmy? What what's the next request? Oh geez.
0: Yeah, I should have been ready for that. You start talking about all our email and our Facebook and stuff.
1: Alright, so you can get send us requests. Uh, we are nearing December when we're actually going to have some movies to watch. Um, but we, uh, still want those requests uh, with all these movies getting delayed. You can leave us requests by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, if you haven't done that already, that's what we prefer you do the first time. Um, but besides that, you can also send us an email at tompodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com. And you can also, uh, donate to our Patreon, uh, whatever, however much you want. Um, those are our three options yeah. um, So next week We got uh, Whiplash Whip Really?
0: Whiplash Yeah. All right.
1: Wait Slow. was that one of the
0: ones where we had Options? Yeah the other option the Cat in the Hat and I'm not watching the Cat in the Hat <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah that's fine I'd rather watch Whiplash again <laughs> I watched Cat in the Hat recently enough But I did not need to see it again I've also seen Whiplash recently but I'd much rather watch That again <laughs> Yeah that's cool Uh, so yeah whiplash one of my favorite movies um yeah so it's very exciting we'll do that next week um follow us on social media um yeah i think that's pretty much it yeah apparently mank is pretty good even though even though ign doesn't like it
0: ign doesn't like it
1: IGN gave it like a 6 out of 10, which is lower than it apparently gave Alien 3, which is like notoriously David Fincher's worst movie. <laughs> but everywhere else seems to like Mank, all right? Yeah. I'm excited for it. Gotta Come. see Citizen Kane first.
0: Oh, that's next week. Right?
1: Mank's next week?
0: It says November 13th. I don't think so. That
1: Unless. might be theaters. Uh I don't think it comes to Netflix until the beginning December. of December I think yeah I want to
0: say it's like December, so that must just be that All right, hold then uh are we done then? We'll do Citizen Kane one of these weeks. yeah, uh, yeah, maybe I mean, we'll woulda- do that as a double feature the mink citizen yeah. Kane, or the week before or something. maybe Citizen Kane's such a great Thanksgiving movie maybe <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't there remember we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right adiós pantalones
1: love you